Please listen carefully. Hello, and welcome to Caveat Realtor with Virginia Realtors, where we discuss the real issues that Realtors face. I'm Laura Farley. And I'm Kate Orslan. Remember, Caveat Realtor is meant to provide general legal information. The information, forms, and laws referenced in this episode are accurate as of the date this episode is first released. Nothing we discuss should be considered as legal representation or legal advice. Hi, Kate. Laura, hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Do you know what day it's almost? It's almost July 1st. It is. And what does that mean? (sighs) New forms, new laws. And it's, you know. And summer. New laws, new forms, almost the 4th of July. Hopefully not horrendous storms. You never know. You never know. So July 1st often gets overshadowed by its very close relative, July 4th, but the 1st is a day definitely worth its own celebrations. And why, you ask? Well, you must be a very inattentive listener if you didn't see the title of today's episode. Sick burn, Laura. Kate, were you inattentive or were you attentive? (laughs) Well, I I had to read the script, so I knew. Okay. Um, But yeah, July 1st is one of two days on which... Virginia Realtors regularly releases new and updated standard forms. Um, Dear listeners, you know the other one would be January 1st. Of course, we do this to coincide with new laws passed during the year's General Assembly, most of which go into effect on July 1st. So we're going to hit the highlights for each form that changed, but if you want a more in-depth look, you can head to our website at virginiarealtors.org. In the standard form section, you can see a detailed summary of changes, along with red lines of all of the documents. First, there are two new forms to discuss, both of which deal with residential transactions. Hooray! Form 600K is a walkthrough inspection form intended to help with a buyer's pre-settlement walkthrough. This form allows buyers to note items that are not in the same or substantially similar condition as the date of contract, as well as any repairs that were agreed upon but not completed. This does not, I repeat, does not serve as a separate home inspection form. Rather, it reminds the parties of the obligations that were originally agreed to in the contract. Form 600L is our new limited access addendum, which may remind some of you of a decorator's addendum that you've seen in the past. The form clearly states up front in bold that it does not give the purchaser the right to occupy or take possession of the property but it allows the purchaser access for things like decoration or storage. The form also covers risks and liability for both parties. Moving on to the edited forms, we updated our SUM1 form to match the changes made to the Virginia Residential Property Disclosure Act. Um, The lease, Form 200, also got several touch-ups. Paragraph 1H that outlines the rent has been reformatted to hopefully avoid confusion between the landlord and tenant. It's now broken up into monthly amounts and one-time fees so that the parties can quickly determine how much is due each month and how much is due over the entire term of the lease. There are also several changes related to new laws. So late fees are now capped at 10% of total monthly rent or 10% of the balance due by the tenant, whichever is less. The security deposit paragraph now states that it must be returned within 45 days of the latter of the termination of tenancy or when te- the tenant surrenders possession. 
We also included language regarding the tenant's ability to stop carrying a damage insurance policy and pay the security deposit at any time. In addition, and somewhat relatedly, added new language to the standard clause booklet that can be used if a pet is allowed in the unit after the initial lease has been signed. Going in numeric order, we also updated Form 300, the rental application. Because source of funds is now a protected class for fair housing concerns, we removed the box in the rental application where a landlord can inquire about source of funds. We also added a note stating that all fund sources are subject to verification. Form 600, the purchase contract, had only one change this time around. Because state law now allows parties to extend the POA or COA termination deadline to up to seven days after receipt of the association docs, or 10 days if they have been mailed, we've edited that portion of the contract to allow the parties to input their preferred time limit. If the number of days is left blank, it defaults to three, which is the existing number. We made the same update to Form 650, the unimproved land purchase contract. Form 600A, the release of contract, got a small addition of an other terms section at the end. This will allow the parties to include any negotiated terms or limitations as part of their release. The property management agreement, Form 900, had several changes due to both new laws and review by the Property Management Council. We added language to the owner's representations paragraph to clarify how many rental properties the owner has in Virginia. This is because a number of laws, including recent fair housing changes, are triggered based on the number of properties held by the owner. We also added language to deal with the new law that allows tenants to make their own repairs in certain situations. We clarified that the management fee will be the greater of either a set amount or a percentage of rents. We also clarified what exactly non-management fees are for in the next paragraph and explicitly stated that the paragraph doesn't obligate the property manager to provide these services. We updated the indemnification section to state that the paragraph won't apply if the property manager knowingly and intentionally violates a law or regulation. We now require the owner to update the property manager with any changes to information included in the PMA as soon as he or she becomes aware of that information um, being incorrect. We clarified that all services under the PMA terminate on the date of termination unless otherwise agreed to by the parties. We updated the non-resident owner language to clarify that all out-of-state owners must have a resident agent regardless of how many properties they own, and we corrected the term from registered agent to resident agent. Finally, for Form 900, we updated the drywall paragraph because the law no longer requires an agent to disclose defective drywall. Instead, agents must disclose any actual knowledge of lead-based pipes in the property. We also added language authorizing tenants to use a damage insurance policy instead of a security deposit. This paragraph has a field for landlords to identify acceptable insurance providers if they choose to provide that information. And actually, finally, finally, we completely overhauled Form 1700, our independent contractor agreement. This is the agreement between an agent and his or her firm, not between agents and clients. The updates are really too extensive to get into here on this podcast, so we highly encourage you to go to our website and read the Redline PDF. The changes throughout the form were made in large part to make it clear that the salesperson is not an employee of the firm. They also help provide protection to both firms and salespersons. Let's move to talk about limiting our risk. Let's go. The best way to limit your risk is to read up on the changes to our standard forms. You can do that by going to the standard forms page under the legal tab in the four members section on our website. You can also find a written summary of these changes there. 
As a reminder, if you have suggestions for forms updates for next January or even next July, please send them to forms, F-O-R-M-S, at virginiarealtors.org. You can also submit questions about these forms through our legal hotline. Caveat Realtor is a weekly podcast with episodes released every Tuesday. Our podcast is available for streaming through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Google Play. Subscribe to our podcast to get automatic updates when we have new episodes and please rate us. Remember, members of Virginia Realtors have access to our legal hotline where we can provide you with legal information. You can access the legal hotline on the Virginia Realtors website under the legal tab on the four member section. Make sure you're logged in to see this page. Thanks. Bye. Although the members of this podcast are attorneys, the legal information in this program is not a substitute for personalized legal advice from an attorney licensed to practice in your jurisdiction. The information provided by Virginia Realtors is a general reference work as a public service and does not constitute solicitation or provision of legal advice. We provide this general legal information on an as-is basis. We make no warranties and disclaim liability for damages resulting from its use. Legal advice must be tailored to the specific circumstances of each case, and the laws are constantly changing. The information provided in this program should not be used as a substitute for the advice of competent counsel. This has been a production of Virginia Realtors, copyright 2020. This podcast features the song Please Listen Carefully by Jazar, available under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike license.